everyone welcome back to my podcast if you're new then welcome to my podcast in this podcast we'll be doing everything concerning SIT I'm talking from tips and tricks practice tests strategies basically anything that would help you on that test day anything all right so in today's episode it'll be all about solving a passage we're gonna solve one passage of 2018 Princeton Review um, practice test number four chapter nine okay if you have it, it's okay. If you don't have that book, if you don't have that PDF, it's also okay. Be- uh, this this passage that we'll be solving, it's very interesting. I find it very interesting, and that's why I really wanted to solve it with y'all. Before we even start, I want to say two points. First of all, yeah, I just want y'all to know that Yemen is facing the world's most humanitarian crisis. And if we don't do anything, it might go to extension. And if you need... To be more aware of it, you can search the internet. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, articles about it. So please take the time of your day and just read them. And if you wanna help in it, you can sign a petition in change.org. That'll be amazing. If you can do- donate, that'll be great. Thank you so much if you did that. Now, if you can't donate, it's okay. You can just share it with others i know i don't have that much of a big audience but i know that if you guys shared it we would reach to much bigger audience i also want to say is um the reason why i'm so inconsistent is because i just want to know if there's a specific if, if you know if people have interest in this kind of episodes also if you guys liked it please 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 share this episode okay that's my first point <laughs> second point I want to say before we start there's a lot of ways of solving and what i'm going to be doing is i'm going to be solving in a lot of different ways with you guys i remember one of my episodes i did solve with now reading a blurb i know a lot of the teachers be like you should read the blurb you should read the blurb but it's not sometimes it doesn't really provide you with much so i don't really read it a lot sometimes i can solve without it and you can solve with it SAD is all about skills. There is no rule book. They don't really give you a rule book. It's all about your skill and solving the right way and in time. So if you can do that, then it'll be great. Now, this time, we are going to be reading the blurb. Now, let's just start by reading the blurb. This passage is adapted from Ayn Rand Anthem 1938. The protagonist, a street sweeper named Equality. That's the narrator. He's taking that name. Lives in a society in which the word I is forbidden. And note, because the word I is forbidden in the society, he would refer himself, the narrator would be referring to himself or herself as we. Okay. All right. We already know it's literature. <laughs> literature passages means no, that, no need to read that introduction. Or read the first passage because here's the first paragraph my bad here's the thing most of the time for literature passages they are very long like they take it from a very long passage so what we gonna do is if you read it then you're not gonna find it because they're taking this from like the middle of the whole book or whatever they're taken from so there will be no no need to read the first paragraph because you won't get the main idea from it. Okay. And if if y'all can imagine with me, I have three 
long paragraphs. This is this is what they got for me. Three long paragraphs. So there's no main idea here. Okay. First two questions are paired and they are very interesting. Now, whenever I say paired questions, I know first thing that comes to, to the mind of most of you guys is evidence questions, right? But here it's a mix of evidence and focus shifting. So here he says, first question is, and the passage the narrator's focus shifts from. Then second question is, which choice provides the best evidence for the answer to the previous question? So they give you focus shifting, but they will also tell you where to look for it. That's, that's great. Actually, that's great because that passage is kind of hard. So having clues to where you look to look for it is amazing. Okay, so but we're going to leave it for last. Either ways, I myself, I prefer to leave it for last because I prefer to know, or I prefer to have a little idea of that passage. Okay. So let's just solve by, I'm just going to solve in whatever order I'm going to be solving. I'm just going to start by question 10. Now question 10 is, as used in line 39 scripts, most nearly means. First of all, let me know if you guys want a vocab episode about how to solve vocab questions. I would love to post them. Okay. Scripts. I know that scripts is like, I would imagine like a book. And it's not a book, it's like a baby roll, right? You'd imagine that. And it has writing on it. That's the first thing that we would imagine. So it's it's writings, right? But let's just use context clues and see what it would actually mean. Line 39. We start from a period to a period. Okay? Okay. So, and the first, which is called the down of the great... Rebirth was the script fire where all the scripts of the evil ones were burned, and with them all the words of the evil ones. All the words of the evil ones was burned with the scripts. So I can tell. And then if I read, if you read the second line, you'd see the words of the evil ones. The words of the unmentionable time. It's something writing, right? So my choices are clothes. We're not talking about their clothes. We're not talking about their habits. We're not talking about screenplays. We're talking about writing. So the answer choice is D, writings. Okay, as used in line 30, question line. As used in line 30 to 31, how it comes past most nearly means. Okay, so let's go read from 30 to 31. And I have an and. So I want to read, I want to understand what's going on. So I'm just going to go to the line before it. And I have another end. I'm going to go to the line before that. The trees have swallowed the runes and the bones under the runes. And all the things were perished. And as we look upon the uncharted forest far in the night, we think of the secrets of the unmentionable times. And we wonder how it came to pass that these secrets were lost to the world. So how it come to pass? So I have here is being said that the words. I'm sorry, you guys can hear sirens. <laughs> the words of um, the the past are lost because the trees grew and all that, and the past is gone. So <laughs> the history was gone. So how it come to pass? 
most nearly man means how it how time elapsed, how it passed, how what happened historically historically my bad, what went in circles, what crossed each other, right? Let's go and read it one last time, and we wonder how it came to pass. These secrets were lost to the world. So how how did all of this history? How did all of these things were just lost? Best choice is C. What happened historically? Okay, let's just solve question eight. The statements the narrator make in line twenty six to twenty eight. The trees to perish can be most clearly inferred to mean that. That's another indication. And uh, the statement the narrator makes in line 26 to 28 can be most clearly inferred to mean that. What, what do they mean? <clears throat> Let's read the choices. People who make questions in the narrator's society are banished to the forest. The trees grew in the streets of cities in the unmen uh, unmentionable times. I hate this word, mentionable times. The visible traces of the past have been completely obscured. The city, bur uh, the city buries its dead in the forest. So we have a city and then we have a forest. It's an old forest, I'm guessing. Okay. Let's go from line 26 to 28 and see what's up. 26, okay. The trees have swallowed. We already read this. The trees have swallowed the runes and the bones under the runes and all the things which perished. So the trees have grown over that place and so it's a metaphor it's it's i think no it's not a metaphor it's personification right because non-human things human traits right so the trees swallowed that city it doesn't mean like the trees literally ate it but it means that the trees grew over it and covered it okay so what what it grew over i'm guessing the old it's an old city or something old time and so the city bears it dead in the forest, nothing about burying people. The visible traces of the past have been completely obscured. We have. We leave this. It's not that bad, right? The visible traces of the past, they're covered. You can't see them no more. The trees grew in the streets of the cities in the unmentionable times. Here it's referring to the actual city the live city so so i'm just gonna eliminate it it's gone people who ask questions in the right side no nothing about people being banished right nothing about that so our choice is c now question seven which of the following most accurately expressed in a writer's perspective about exploring the secrets of the past. Leave it for later. So I'm just going to put a little cute star on it, and I'm going to leave it for later. Oh, we have evidence-based questions. Okay. The narrator states that the person who wished to navigate the uncharted forest would find. What would they find if they, if they went and looked through it? That is the thing. You have to really understand the question to be able to answer because you just you don't want to go through anything. Now... The narrator states that the person who wished to navigate the uncharted forest would find no source of electricity. It is impossible to locate objects. You can't locate objects within. Answers of many long forgotten questions. So you would find answers of all the questions. And 
no clear trail through so there's no no way you can't find a way right that's what it means okay so now we're gonna have to read the what we have again we're gonna read the the differences and the other question which is which choice provides the best evidence and then we would connect them and we would find the right question that answers it so we would find okay this line this reference answers this question what does this line mean and i'm gonna just bear it okay all right all right so let's start by from last 37 to 40 35 36 37 and the fire and start from before it alive before um uh, okay then great fires raged over the land and in these fires are the evil ones and all the things made by the evil ones were burned okay now we can understand what's being said let's read what it's saying the actual reference and the fire which is called the dawn of the great rebirth was the script fire where all the scripts of the evil ones were burned and with them all the words of the evil ones all the words of the evil ones okay is there anything about someone who want to go inside the forest what would happen no so choice d is eliminated okay line 26 to 28 okay the trees the trees have swallowed oh my god this is the third time we read this <laughs> the trees have swallowed the runes and the bones under the runes and all the things were burst that's what happened to the city it's not about what happens to the person who wishes to go inside cancelled <laughs> line 20 to 21 they perish from hunger and from the clouds of the wild beasts which roam uh, the first the forest what is that what would they find this is what oh my god i'm sorry I'm, i meant to say last time what would ha what they would they find i didn't mean to say what would happen and this here it says that what would happen to them once they get it but it's not what they would see or what would they find right here they just can they're gonna die out of hunger so it's eliminated choice a please be right please i think it's the only choice we have so if it's wrong too we're gonna have to read everything again so let's hope it's not okay from 14 to 16 men men never enter that uncharted uh forest for there is no power to explore it and no path to lead among it amongst its ancient trees which stand as guards of fearful secrets so there's no there can't find a really a, a path there's there's no path for you to to go and find it so that's why men can't go there so Choice A is the actual choice, and it bears with choice D, which is no clear trail through. Okay, question four. We still have question seven, one, and two that we said we will leave it for last. Okay, remember that. The sentence in line 12 to 14, but ever sky mainly serves to. Okay. Let's go and read, let's read the choices what they serve to. Let's read also, first of all, let's read the reference to understand. From 12 to 14, 10, 11, 12. We do not wish, 10, 11, 12. Oh, 
but we do not wish to think of it. We don't wish to look upon the uncharted forest. We don't wish to think of it, but ever do our eyes return to that black patch upon the sky. What black, that black patch. Let's just read one line before it. Oh, okay. And beyond the city, there lies the, the plain, and beyond the plain, black upon the black sky, there lies the enchanted forest. So they, they don't really, they can't, they don't wish to look upon the enchanted forest, but they don't also want to think about it. He doesn't, the author, he refers to himself as we, because I is forbidden. He, he doesn't really want to go there, but ever do our eyes return to the black patch upon the sky wonders about it so confirms that the narrator job is to guard against outside threats no we already said that the narrator is a street sweeper shows that some people find an object of mystery to be recurringly interesting might be the answer right because he says that we don't really wish to, to just go there but one can only wonder, right? Indicate that members of the narrator society know everyone keep looking at the horizon. He doesn't, he didn't, he didn't really said that everybody be looking, so. And it's not about the horizon either. So illustrate a repeated actions teeming from a confusion about an unexp unexplainable phenomenon. We don't have an unexplainable phenomenon. So the choice, the answer choice, the only answer choice is answer choice B for question four, as I said. Now, let us solve question three. As used in line three to four, all must agree with all must nearly means. Let's go from line three to four. For all must before it. Let's just read what's before it and what's after. It's just understand what's going on. And as we all undressed at night, in the dim light of the candles, our brothers are silent, for they dare not speak the thoughts of their minds. For all must agree with all, and they cannot know if their thoughts are the thoughts of all, and so they fear to speak. So since we, we might not have the same thoughts, I'm not going to share it with you, because it's punishable. We, have all, we all have to have the same idea, the same way of thinking. That's why they don't really share it. So truth truth is true. That's not what it means. Language must be accurate. No. Words match their meanings. No. It means that thoughts must be uniform. That's the correct choice. Choice C. All right. Let's go back to choice number question seven. Which of the following most ex accurately express the narrator's perspective about exploring the secrets of the past? Right. We're asked about what does the narrator think about exploring the narrator's, uh, the, the secrets of the past. Okay, we have appealing but inauthentic. He never really said that they are appealing. And throughout what we read, it was never told to us that it's inauthentic. I know, so I know that what the author is saying, just before we start, I just want to say that I know that, or we all know from what we read, what the bits and bits that we're reading, is that he's saying that it is really interesting. We all can't help but think about it, but everybody who goes there dies, so it's really dangerous to go there, right? Unavoidable but unexpectedly challenging. It is avoidable. They don't go there. 
easily pursuable but illegal. It's not illegal. It's just if you go there, you can't come back because you'll die. And you will not find a bath to come back using. Compelling but dangerous. That's that's the choice. Hey, now we have two last questions. The ones that we said we're going to leave them for last. The focus shifting bird evidence question. It's a great mix. Okay. All right, let's start. In the passage, the narrator focus shifts from to something, from something to something, right? We said that focus shifting questions is questions that would ask you about, you know, the idea change. Okay, let's read the choices. Fear of exploring, four, four tires to preparation for it. Disquiet about the unknown to curiosity about it. Acknowledgement of an ancient city to dismissal of it. Repetition of the council's rules to acceptance of them. <clears throat> okay. Choice A. Gotta be eliminated because we never really saw or read anything about preparation to explore anything. So it's gone. Okay? Alright, choice B. Choice B, we might actually leave it. It says, disquiet about the unknown. Sorry for moving. I'm moving a lot, so the papers are moving with me. Disquiet about the unknown to curiosity of fit. So it's reverse. It, it just shows that there's, you know, a shift from being disquiet to being curious. Right? Which is actually there. But we're going to keep reading to, to just be sure. And we're, we're going to check with the reference again. So we're going to keep going. Acknowledgement of an ancient city to dismissal of it. Now, choice C does actually kind of look good, right? Because the narrator actually did acknowledge. And that's something I said for the main idea question, for the focus shifting. The narrator did actually acknowledge an ancient city, but he never really said dismissed it, right? And I said in focus shifting questions, you should know, you should see if the two match, because sometimes they would give you the order in opposite, or sometimes they would give you one right and one wrong just to confuse you and make you cho choose the wrong choice. So you have to be wide open and you have to understand everything you read and keep it in mind while solving. Then throw it all away once you're done with the passage. <laughs> all right. Choice D. Repetition of the council's rule to acceptance of them. Choice D, is, there's no thinking. It's the worst choice I've ever heard. Because there is no... He didn't say, the council's rules are da-da-da-da-da-da. We never hit, We never read. Sorry, I reached my maximum length. And it stopped. So this is... I'm just... My bad. <laughs> but it's the last question, so we're almost done. We're done. Like, kind of, kind of. Last questions. Okay, so, as I said, council's rules, I'm not talking about, you know, the narrator never said, the rules are da 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 so it's eliminated. Now, let's just read the reference uh, from line one to three, and we are hoping to find a reference that supports the fact that it's just quite about the unknown to curiosity about it. From line one to three, 
And as we all undress at night, in the dim light of the candles, our brothers are silent, for there is, uh, for there, for they dare not speak through, uh, speak the thoughts of their mind. <laughs> it's illuminated. There's no um, focus here. There's there, there's not even idea. There's even an idea. So it's illuminated. Okay, from line, uh, line twenty-two, line twenty-two, twenty-one, twenty-two. Okay. 21 22 but our councils but our councils say that this is not only a legend what's what's the legend they perish from hunger and from the clouds of the wild beats with roam uh which roam the forest so their bodies the dead bodies of the people who try and just discover would roam the forest and the councils say that it's not true okay there is some disquiet here right but again there's no focus shifting so it's I want to see it shift, so it's eliminated. Try C, 35 to 37. Then, and yet, okay, and, and in, and in, and in. And in these fires of the evil ones and all the things made by them, evil ones, and, and all, the th all the things by, meant by the evil ones were burned. It's not even about the narrator, it's about the evil ones and what happened to their books and everything were burned. So it's eliminated. All right, choice D. And yet, and yet, it's repeated even twice. This phrase, the whenever you see and yet, there's a change, an idea of focus shifting. There's a shift, so that's the biggest clue. And yet, this uh, there is some word, one single word, which is not in the language of men, but which had been, and this is the unspeakable word. So they're going from dismissal or not dismissal. But it's just being disquiet about that question to wanting to talk about it. And the word and yet just gave the bigger, like, a, it's just you already know it's the answer. You already know it's a choice. So it's choice D. We just solved the passage. Thank God. We're done. Uh, I'm so sorry if it's very long. Uh, but I, I I'm, at least I'm not solving a whole practice test, right? So I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this episode. I hope it helped you guys in any type of way. If it did, then please, please, please share it. And please subscribe to get notified whenever I post another episode. I'm so tired. I'm sorry, y'all. Whenever I post another episode, whenever I do that, you would get notified. And share it if you like it because, you know, make other people also listen to it. Help me and help the people you love. Also, um, see you next episode. Next episode, I would, I might solve another passage, maybe social science, uh, or I would do a vocab, how to solve vocab questions. I think you guys would need vocab questions, so I'm gonna do a quick fun vocab questions, and then I would solve another passage. I hope you enjoyed listening. See you next time. Bye.